Hello, this is Pastor Teacher Chris Hall, Pastor of Mercedes Baptist Church in Albany, Georgia, and welcome to our Sunday night study of the book of Revelation. I pray that you and your church family had a wonderful time of worship today. We had a wonderful time at Mercedes Baptist Church in our beautiful sanctuary, as you can see. We came together this morning, we worshiped the Lord, we honored Him, we glorified Him. We sang those great songs of faith, we encouraged one another, we prayed with one another, and then we opened up the Word of God and we studied what God would have us to hear today from His Word. If you're looking for a church home, let me invite you to join us at Mercedes Baptist Church, Albany, Georgia. We're located at 2623 Moultrie Highway. On Sunday nights, we've been studying the book of Revelation, and tonight we turn to Revelation chapter 18. And in just a moment, we'll be looking at this chapter. But before we get into our study tonight, let's do go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father, we thank you for who you are and all that you do for us. We thank you for your grace, your mercy, your kindness, your compassion, your love, and your, your goodness. Lord, we pray tonight for those who are in need. We pray that you'll give them help and healing and blessing and encouragement. Give them the assurance of your love and your presence in their life. Help us every day, Lord, to love you and to live for you in greater ways. Thank you, Father, for being who you are and all that you do for us. We give you our lives for your honor and for your glory and for your service. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Let's turn to Revelation chapter 18 and let's study this very interesting chapter. Of course, all of the chapters of the book of Revelation are very interesting, but uh, let's take a look at this and we'll be reading these verses as we go along in our study. Now, what is Revelation chapter 18 about? Well, Revelation chapter 18 describes the economic crash of the kingdom of the Antichrist. In Revelation 18, we see the destruction and the fall of the one world economy that will be controlled by the Antichrist. And this one world economy is given a name it's actually given this name, and that is Babylon. And so Revelation 18 helps us to understand how God will bring judgment upon the one world economy of the kingdom of the Antichrist. Now, we're going to kind of divide up Revelation 18 into different sections as we try to understand what God is saying in these verses. First of all, in Revelation chapter 18, verses 1 through 3, we look at judgment pronounced on the economic system of the Antichrist and the economic system, the one world economy of the time of the tribulation. Here's what Revelation 18 verses 1 through 3 say. After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he cried mightily with a loud voice saying, Behold, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of of her luxury. As Revelation 18 begins, a mighty angel comes forth from the presence of God. And this mighty angel has a declaration. 
this angel declares that God's judgment on the one world economic system of the Antichrist is about to happen. Now, in these verses, the economic headquarters of the Antichrist during the time of the tribulation is called Babylon. Now, this may be the actual rebuilt city of Babylon, which would be located in modern-day Iraq, or uh, this name could be a figurative name given to another city. We just don't know. But these verses say that this city of Babylon, which is the economic headquarters of the kingdom of the Antichrist, is about to be judged. Also, these verses say that this city of Babylon, this important city in the kingdom of the Antichrist, is infested with demons. It says that very clearly, very plainly. In fact, as we study the book of Revelation, we can know this. Of the world of the tribulation, the kingdom of the Antichrist will be infested by demons from one end to the other. The kingdom of the Antichrist, his government and his economic system will in fact be controlled by hell itself, by Satan and his demons. John, the human author of the book of Revelation, also says that this Babylon will be a home for every kind of unclean and hateful bird. What does this mean? Well, spiritually and morally, the kingdom of, uh, the, kingdom of the Antichrist and this city of Babylon, which will be the academic headquarters of the kingdom of the Antichrist, will be a filthy place a vile place, a morally and spiritually corrupt place. So that is the description of the city of Babylon. But it's interesting that in spite of this, in spite of the vile nature, in spite of the demons that will be very prevalent in the city of Babylon and throughout the, the kingdom of the Antichrist, in spite of all of the judgments of God that have fallen upon the face of the earth up to this time, and in spite of all of the world plainly knowing that these judgments have come from God and these judgments are falling upon the earth as a judgment of God against the Antichrist and his kingdom and those who follow him, in spite of all of that, those who follow the Antichrist will still believe in Him, even to this point. They will still follow Him. They will still worship Him. They will still believe in the promises of the Antichrist, the power of the Antichrist, and in the message of the Antichrist. Now, what does this mean? This means that by this time, the lost world will have literally given their souls to the Antichrist. By this time, the lost world has reached, to a great extent, the point of no return. Verse 3 says that by this time, the whole world of the Antichrist, and this is deep into the time of the tribulation, the seven years of tribulation. Verse 3 says that by this time, the whole world of the Antichrist will be drunk on greed, drunk on sin, sins of immorality, 
and sins of every kind that can be imagined. So the first verses of Revelation 18 tell us about the judgment being announced. And the judgment is coming upon the economic system, a one-world economic system of the Antichrist during the time of the tribulation. The next verses, Revelation 18, verses 4 and 5, speak of judgment being avoided. Here's what John said. John, the human author of the book of Revelation, said, And I heard another voice from heaven saying this, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, lest you receive of her plagues. For her sins, that is the sins of the Antichrist and his kingdom, sins of this Babylon, have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Here a voice from heaven calls on those who belong to the Lord to get out, to get away from the Antichrist, to get away from Babylon, to get away from the kingdom of the Antichrist. Now, this is a call on those who have not yet received the mark of the beast, even to this hour, those who have not yet pledged allegiance to the Antichrist, to make their decision, to come to Christ, to be saved, and then the, to get out and get away from the judgment that is coming upon the Antichrist and his kingdom. All through the time of judgment, during the time of the tribulation, the Bible tells us, the book of Revelation tells us, that God will be saving people. Revelation chapter 7 says that during the time of the tribulation, people will be saved from every tongue, every tribe, every nation of the world. Many will be saved. Multitudes will be saved. In the book of Revelation, this verse, these verses, constitute the very last call, the very last opportunity for those who would be saved to come to Christ to come out of the kingdom of the Antichrist, to come out of Babylon, and to come to Christ because judgment is coming for those who are lost, and even in our day. For those who are lost, every day is just another opportunity to be saved. Every day is a day of grace. Every day is another opportunity to come to Christ. But the next opportunity to be saved may be a person's last opportunity. If you're not a Christian, today may be your last opportunity to be saved. If you're not a Christian, I encourage you to come to Christ today. So we have judgment that is announced. We have judgment that uh, can be avoided in the next verses, we see judgment that is defined. Exactly how is God going to bring his judgment upon this Babylon, this headquarters of the Antichrist and his one world economic system? Revelation 18, verses 6 through 8. Here's what the angel declares. The angel says, render to her, that is the kingdom of the Antichrist, and this Babylon, render to her just as she has rendered to you. Repay her double according to her works. 
In the cup which she has mixed, mix double for her. In the measure that she glorified herself and lived luxuriously, in the same measure give her torment and sorrow. For she says in her heart, I sit as a queen and am no widow, and I will not see sorrow. Therefore, her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine. And she will be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. In these verses, the angel calls on God to give the kingdom of the Antichrist, to give his government, to give his evil economic system, to give his followers the judgment and the justice that they deserve. The time of grace has come to an end. There's been enough preaching. The whole world of the time of the tribulation has heard and heard and heard and heard. God even will send an angel to preach to the lost world during the time of the tribulation. These people know. They see. They understand what's going on. But they're prideful. And with pride and a stiff neck, They continually refuse to repent of their sin and come to Christ. Now the angel declares, it is too late for repentance. There's been ample opportunity for that. There's been plenty of times the people could have repented, but they have continued to sin. They have continued to rebel against God with hard hearts and stiff necks. Instead of repenting of their sin, people of the end time have doubled up on their sin. Their sins are now piled high to the sky. The time has now come for judgment. And judgment was coming. And when it came and when it comes, it will come quickly. The angel says that judgment will come in an hour. All of the might, all of the power, all of the self-glorification of the Antichrist and his followers will be lost and destroyed in an hour. This magnifies the call to those who have yet to receive the mark of the beast those who have yet to make their decision to follow Christ, to make that decision now, or it will be too late. Then the angel adds this, the Lord who judges is strong. No matter how powerful, all of the forces of men and demons, all of the forces of earth and hell, all of the great forces of this world, are no match for God. For the Lord who saves is mighty, and the Lord who judges is strong. God is a God of grace. God would much rather forgive than judge. Remember this. God's judgment only comes when His grace has been long rejected. But 
those who reject God's goodness, those who reject God's grace, those who refuse to repent, those to, who refuse to receive the free gift of God through Jesus Christ our Lord, those who look in the face of God and say, I will not believe, I will not repent, I will not turn to you. Those people will face the judgment of God. Hebrews 10.31 says, It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. In Revelation 18, verses 9 through 19, we have judgment lamented. What will be the reaction of the lost world when this Babylon, this center of the one world economy of the Antichrist, during the time of the tribulation, what will be the reaction of the world when all of this falls, when the kingdom of the Antichrist begins to fall apart? The one world religion is now gone. We saw that in Revelation 17. And now we see the economy of the Antichrist and his kingdom falling apart in Revelation 18. How will, how will the world react? Revelation 18, verses 9 through 24. The kings of the earth who committed fornication and lived luxuriously with her will weep and lament for her when they see the smoke of her burning, standing at a distance for fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city of Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour your judgment has come, and the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her as well, for no one buys their merchandise anymore. Merchandise of gold and silver, precious stones and pearls, fine linen and purple, silk and scarlet, every kind of citron wood, every kind of, uh, every kind of object of, of ivory, every kind of object of most precious wood, bronze, iron, and marble and cinnamon and incense, fragrant oil and frankincense, wine and oil, fine flour and wheat and cattle and sheep and horses and chariots, and even the bodies and the souls of men, slaves. The fruit that your soul longed for is gone from you, and all the things which are rich and splendid have gone from you, and you shall find them no more at all. The merchants of these things who became rich by her will stand at a distance for fear of her torment, weeping and wailing and saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen, purple and scarlet, and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, for in one hour such great riches will come to nothing. Every shipmaster who traveled by ship, sailors, and as many as trade by the sea stood at a distance and cried out when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What is like this great city? They threw dust on their heads and cried out, weeping and wailing and saying, Alas, alas, that great city in which all who had ships on the sea became rich by her wealth, for in one hour she is made desolate. What will the reaction of the world be when Babylon, the economic headquarters of 
the one world economy of the Antichrist falls, what will the reaction of the world be? Well, the followers of the Antichrist will not cry and mourn over their sin. They will cry over the loss of the city of Babylon. Babylon, one of the great cities of the kingdom of the Antichrist, a symbol of the power and the prestige of the Antichrist, the control center of the lost world's economy, will be destroyed in a day, and the world will mourn and lament at its destruction and what it means for them and what it means for the kingdom of the Antichrist. Revelation 18 says that the kings of the earth, the cohorts of the Antichrist, will lament and mourn greatly when Babylon falls. The businessmen, the merchants of the world, will mourn and lament at the loss of their business. The distributors, the supply chain managers, will lament and mourn when Babylon falls. In fact, the world of the tribulation time, the kingdom of the Antichrist, they will all lament at the great fall of Babylon. This brings this thought to us. What a person mourns over says something about them. These people don't lament over their sin. They don't lament over their evil. They don't mourn over their ungodliness. They mourn and lament over their lost power and their lost wealth. This reminds us of what Jesus said in Mark 8, 36. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world but loses his own soul? In Revelation 18, 20, we have this statement. Judgment enjoyed. Revelation 18, 20, Rejoice over her, O heaven, and you holy apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you of her. Now, there is no joy in heaven over the judgment of the lost. But there will be joy in heaven when justice is finally done. When Satan and the followers of Satan, when those who refuse to repent, when those who hate God and His people, when those who viciously attack and kill the people of God are finally judged for their evil, there will be joy in heaven when justice is done. There will be joy in heaven when Jesus comes and sets up his kingdom, and peace and righteousness reigns. In Revelation 18, verses 21 through 23, we see judgment completed. Then a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and threw it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence the great city Babylon shall be thrown down and shall not be found any more. The sounds sound of harpists and musicians and flutists and trumpeters will not be heard in you anymore. No craftsman of, a craftsman of any craft 
will be found in you anymore, and the sound of the millstone shall not be heard in you anymore. The light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore. The voice of the bridegroom and the bride shall not be heard in you anymore. The city of Babylon and all it stood for, the power of the Antichrist, the opulence of his kingdom, that city, those symbols will be gone forever when judgment comes upon the city of Babylon, the economic headquarters of the kingdom of the Antichrist. In a moment, all the entertainment, all the industry, all the music, all the provisions, all the life of that city will be gone, and the people who are there will be gone with it. Finally, in Revelation 18, verses 23 and 24, we see judgment justified. For your merchants were the great men of the earth. For by your sorcery all the nations were deceived. And in her was found the blood of the prophets and saints and all those who were slain on the earth. For all of its evil, for its murderous hatred of God and his people, God's devastating judgment of Babylon will be just. The judge of the earth will always do what is right, and just. That's our look at Revelation 18 tonight, God's judgment upon the economic system of the Antichrist. In conclusion, let's be reminded of this. For those who are lost, every day is another opportunity to be saved. Every day is another opportunity to come to Christ. But the next opportunity to be saved may be a person's last opportunity. If you're not a Christian, today may indeed be your last opportunity to be saved, to come to Christ. And I would encourage you to do that today. Thank you for joining us on our Sunday night study of the book of Revelation. We'll continue our study next Sunday night. We're getting closer to the second coming of Jesus Christ. We'll be looking at that in the next few weeks. And then the establishment of the new heaven and the new earth. Join us as we continue our study of the book of Revelation. Until next time, this is Pastor Teacher Chris Hall, pastor of Mercedes Baptist Church in Albany, Georgia. And our prayer is for you that you will be blessed. May God Bless you, indeed.